0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Unending Rebuild. Super excited to be back with another episode today. Uh, and we're wrapping up the running back. So that means we got two more uh, film reviews uh, to get to you. We're going to go through Eric Gray and Evan Hall. And then after we breeze through them, we are going to get into our individual rankings. We're going to go number one, number two, all the way through the 18 running backs that we reviewed uh, just listing off each other's opinions i haven't heard theirs they haven't heard each other's yet uh and just seeing what we think uh where these guys line up and seeing if we can change any minds amongst ourselves as we uh kind of wrap up our running back analysis series uh today so joining me as always we have josh lee and jared perlman guys say what's up what's up guys josh lee
1: here Uh, i'm super excited to finally just close out the uh the running backs uh we've watched 18 of them so far And this class is deep, super excited to see where each of them land um, on draft day, Um, but definitely excited to get into the wide receiver group as well. Um, So super excited for this episode to be ranking these running backs.
2: Yo, what's up, guys? It's Jared. Uh, Super happy to be here. Uh, I can't believe we did 18 running backs. that's Uh, crazy you know we we just went for it there's a lot of guys in this class that deserve it and hey maybe we even missed one but we're going to rank these 18 guys let you know our thoughts and uh yeah let's do it yeah
0: i'm excited to uh wrap up our running backs and go through our consensus rankings it took me some time to build mine but uh I, you know, I like it. I like it. I think I'm pretty confident with it. And uh, yeah, we'll get to that shortly. But first, let's get into our player reviews today. Uh, First, we have the running back, Eric Gray. Eric Gray went to Oklahoma. He has a BMI of 29.7, a good 5'10", 207 pounds. Uh, He had a decent college target share in the 87th percentile. Uh, Four-year player. Uh, in college, two years at Tennessee, two at Oklahoma, and then kind of broke out uh, his last year at Oklahoma, being productive with 1,300 rushing yards and 33 receptions. So that's a little bio on the man Eric Gray, Jared. I'll kick it over to you for some initial thoughts.
2: Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, so I I actually think we might have. You know, kind of disrespected Eric Gray, putting him down here at the bottom. I I liked what Eric Gray kind of put up on tape. And, you know, you did say he broke out this year, which, you know, I'll say obviously he had his fantastic year this year with 213 carries, 1,366 rushing yards, and added 33 catches for 229 yards this year. But as a sophomore at Tennessee, he also had a fantastic year. Uh, he wasn't the full time starter, but you know, 157 carries had 772 yards, and also added 30 catches that year for 254 yards. This man's been catching the rock for a long time. He had 13 his freshman year and 23 his junior year to add 30 in a senior. Uh, like you said, great tar- college target share. I-, I like what this guy has in the open field, and I think it- Oklahoma and Tennessee both realize that that they should get this guy the ball in open space, and he can make some things happen. Uh, he has like such a nice cut. Uh, like just a sharp cut at really any angle when he's running the ball. He does drop a little bit of speed, I think, but like he really, he, he has a nasty cut uh, in the open field and at the line of scrimmage. Um, I I thought he did a good job getting the ball in his hands that the uh, Oklahoma quarterback, I think we kind of all looked at and said, uh, wasn't the best, but uh, Eric Gray did a lot with a little uh, and and was able to turn up field a few times on some good catches and, and make some stick em grabs with one hand to catch on one play that we saw. Um, so I, I think he's a pretty good running back. I, I wish he was a little bit bigger. Um, you know, his BMI at twenty nine point seven is a good is a good indicator, though. Um, he's only five, nine and a half, two oh seven. So uh, there, There is a chance that, you know, he could take a, a larger role in a backfield uh, depending on where he goes. I like this guy as a sleeper for a lot of NFL teams and for rookie drafts. Like I think this like right now, Eric Gray is going in, say, the third round, I think, like mid third, maybe early third. I would definitely take him all over the place in the third round. Um, we'll have to see maybe at the end of the second kind of who falls there. But I think Eric Gray is a, is going to be a steal in rookie drafts if if he kind of remains where he is. Um I thought he, he did all right as a blocker. He, he kind of saw his assignments, um, but I, he kind of got blown up a few times in what I saw. Uh, maybe not because he's not the biggest guy, but he at least kind of identified things. Maybe he can put on some more weight, get a little bit better on that. But, uh, you know, I think he's a smart guy, had pretty good vision, able to identify those blocks. I like Derek Gray. I thought he was a good running back uh, and has potential to, to be a starter at the next level. I, 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 again, don't see him being right away. I don't think he's going to get the draft capital um from a team but in the right situation this guy i think could could definitely be a starter in the future what do you guys think
1: yeah um it's interesting because eric gray i thought was the most interesting player which we've watched so far because the first game that i watched was the tcu game and he didn't really pop on film for me um i thought this dude was a very average runner of the football he didn't really make any explosive plays didn't make anybody miss um he does have that he did show like that one cut ability and like he kind of gets what's blocked for him, um, and I was like, okay, like this guy's fine. Like I don't, I don't see anything special from him. I don't see him being productive in the NFL. Then I watched a Kansas State game, and the Kansas State, like it was, I don't know what it was, but maybe he struggles with inconsistency. But I don't think that's the case because um, he put up what fourteen hundred yards. I don't. I'll have to check his game logs to see if he like had big games and bust games, but. Um, he was just like constantly forcing missed tackles against Kansas state. He was showing like spin moves, um, hezzies. He was showing that North South ability with the jump cuts, good lateral agility, great burst. Um, and I was really excited to see where, where he lands in the NFL after that Kansas state game. Um, I'm it, it, his case is a little bit confusing. It's a little bit perplexing because he did transfer out of Tennessee, so obviously he was never going to be the guy there. And he goes to Oklahoma and then has this awesome senior year where he puts up uh, over 1,300 yards and how many touchdowns? Like 12 or 13. Um, so he, he's definitely interesting. Um, at 5'10", 207, he does have the requisite size to be a solid contributor in the NFL. Um, and I looked at his advanced metrics, and they look pretty good as well. Um, he actually – his His advanced metrics were very, very similar to James Conner. James Conner was another four-year NFL or four-year college running back who went to the NFL. Can't remember what round James Conner got drafted. I think it was the third or fourth round. Um, But even the way that he runs, it's he's he's reminiscent of like a smaller James Conner. I'm not necessarily sure if you want to have a smaller James Conner, but they both have great hands. They both have great north-south ability. Um, good rushing ability um, and um, probably the thing that stuck out to me the most on Eric Gray's advanced stats was um, one thing, which I always check whenever I'm looking at the advanced metrics is how much better were they than their teammates? So what was their yard per carry average over their teammates? And Eric Gray actually had one of the best in this entire class. He averaged two more yards a carry than anybody else on his team. Um, And that just kind of tells you just his football skill, his rushing ability um, because his teammates are having the exact same offensive line, exact same scheme, exact same everything. And he's still producing two two yards over all of his teammates. So I think if Eric Gray lands in a good spot, if he falls like the fifth, sixth, seventh round of the NFL draft, like you said, Perlman, I think he's a sleeper. I think he's a guy that could really, uh, really carve out a role in the NFL. NFL.
2: Yeah. So, I would want to add a little context um, to a couple things you said. One uh, you mentioned like, you know, he, he left Tennessee, uh, you know, he'd never probably going to be the guy, but really people kind of forget this year, Tennessee was great after hand transferred in, you, you know, they went 11 and two, but two years ago, Tennessee was three and seven and just absolutely God awful. And they fired their head coach, a bunch of staff. Um, and And I think he just kind of, wanted to get out of that situation. Um, okay. There there was really nothing there promising for the, the team. Obviously, they had a great year. They did fantastic. They're, You know, one of the best teams in the country this year. But I don't think many people saw that coming. Uh, and so I think he kind of just wanted to get out of that situation. Um, and then also, you said, you know, kind of check his game logs. So I went through his game logs. He had four games under 100. Every other one uh, was over 100. Uh, those four games, one was a 90-yard performance. Uh the other three, he only had 10, 11 and 13 carries for 71, 59, and 60 yards respectively. So uh, you know, not terrible per yard uh what, averages on those either. What was his TCU stat line? Yeah, he had 13 for 60 and one touchdown, uh okay. and one catch for four yards. Not not a great game against TCU, but probably his uh, worst game of the season. Uh he had fifty nine but only eleven carries against Texas, but they got blown out forty nine to nothing. I mean the team was getting destroyed yeah, <laughs> you, you, you don't run, yeah you don't We're get right to bad. run the ball very well when your team is losing you know 40 plus you know to nothing so uh not much for him to do there um and you know a lot of other losses where he, he ended up getting 20 plus carries but over 100 150 yards in a couple times so uh i think there's some promise to his game i i definitely like the player uh i want to hear what Kai's has to say now
0: yeah i won't add too much more to eric gray um i Honestly, knew nothing about him, going into uh, going into this process, and you know, I wasn't expecting a line. You know, I knew it wasn't high on draft boards or anything, but like y'all, I was very pleasantly surprised. He seems like he has that kind of like three down skill set. Not quite the size, maybe, to like bear that actual workload, but he has that that skill set. So, uh, I mean, that's always a gold star in my eyes. But some particulars about him. I thought he was, like, really shifty. He had this jump cut that just, like, really allowed him to to change direction very quickly and just make some defenders look silly. And he had a really good spin move that he liked to use a lot. Uh, I thought both of those were really good. Uh, And just, like, really good patience waiting for the hole, and then a very sudden burst once the hole hit. I I really noticed some good behavior from him in that way. Um, I thought he went outside a bit too easily at times. Uh, I... Ironically, uh, I thought sometimes it was like either he'd have patience and hit the hole or he would just like immediately dart outside. Uh, So that's something that I think he could work on because he's displayed that patience. Um, And then, I mean, not the best top end speed, but I think solid enough. Uh, You know, I think the biggest concern with him is that as of now, he doesn't seem like he's very highly regarded in NFL circles. You see him mocked in like the sixth round or something like that, oftentimes. But you know, I think if he gets put up there in like the fifth or the the fourth, you know, I think I, I think there's a chance he could really be a solid NFL contributor next season. And then moving on from that, maybe if he's drafted later, or, you know, later on in his career, he could be a guy that you know is like a solid backup in the NFL. You know, and you get some good starts out of him, and he develops into a quality running back in the NFL. So. You know, I'm. I was pleasantly surprised with what I saw. It seems like he could do a bit of everything.
2: Yeah, uh, I think those are all kind of fair critiques. Uh, I think you know he probably lacks top end speed uh, compared to some of these guys. And also, I thought uh, kind of what both you guys said. Josh said he takes, uh, he takes what's given to him with his blocks. I think he does that well. But when it's not there, he kind of bounces outside too much rather than just trying to pick up a couple extra yards. He does kind of try to look out outside a little bit too much, but. I think there's a lot to like about his game. You um, It's probably not like where I rank him because he's probably pretty pretty high compared to you guys, but uh, I, I like him. I think this guy has a good chance, and my third-round picks all, all over the place will be going to this guy, I think.
0: All right, are we ready to move on to Evan Hull? <laughs> Let's get her done. <laughs> all right, so Evan Hull is a running back. He, uh, he's 5'10 he is like 209 for a 30 BMI. He's 22.4 wins Northwestern. Uh, it, basically, it seems like he was their whole offense 221 rush attacks for a plodding 913 yards and 55 receptions. I mean, that's a lot for 546 yards. Uh, That's a, if you're curious, a 97% target share. I think he popped up on people's radars when he ran a 4 4 7 at the combine and had some good measurables in that way alongside his ability to receive. I'll go ahead and get started with my thoughts, though. I just, you know, I, I, he can, yeah, he can, he can do the receiving role. I think that in the NFL will be his game will be receiving and kind of being like a battering ram in open space. I just didn't really like his running ability that well, um, that much. Um, he just ran, he he's just like a very, very like downhill North South runner, but not really in the best sense. He kind of has like one speed and that's just like plodding forward. Um, I didn't really think that he expressed great running acumen or patience. Um, uh, when he got to the line, I, I think Northwestern's line is also really good. So it made it especially easy for him. Uh, because I I could see him like, if he didn't have a great offensive line, I could definitely see him struggling where like, he does not know what to do. Um, you know, but again, he was a good receiver, but you know, I just ran like he had weights in his pants and his shoes and, um, really low center of gravity, really interesting running style really. Um, but yeah, he, he's a guy that's, if you need a couple yards, maybe you, but he can receive and. Otherwise, I just wasn't really that big a fan of him.
1: Yeah, um, Evan Hall is going to be a special teams player in the NFL. I don't think he finds a role in. He's any- a kick returner. No, he'll, he'll be he'll be on the other side. He'll be on the cover. <laughs> uh, don't put the ball in this man's hands. Um, I I like Evan Hall as a person, um, not as a player, but as a person because. I think Evan Hall is actually the hardest working player in this entire running back class. Um, I don't know if you guys watched Evan Hall at the Combine, but they were doing like a, a, like a, a running through the cones drill at like, the 20, like their own 20-yard line. And after he gets through the cones at like his own 30, he would just run it to the end zone every single time. He would just run it full speed to the end zone and all the other running backs would just stop as soon as like they finished through the cones. Um, they maybe go to the 50 yard line, but Evan hole would go full speed to the end zone. And the commentators were like, yeah, this dude's going to run out of gas if he keeps doing this. But honestly, like that sort of mentality, like that's kind of what you need to have in order to make it in the NFL. Um, and Evan hole isn't particularly skilled, but I think he's got the work ethic, the mentality to carve out a role on some team. And I think that'll be as a special teamer, um, getting to Evan hole as a running back. Um, I said this to you guys before, I'm going to say it again. He looks like if he just took a lumberjack or like a blacksmith, just like a hardworking, like blue collar dude and just said, throw him in the back, say, run the ball, run the ball. Maybe run, run out, run out into the, uh, into the flat, catch the, catch the ball too. um he looks like a linebacker playing running back. I don't know. He doesn't really have great lateral agility. He doesn't have great contact balance. He doesn't have great burst. Um, it was surprising that he ran a 4 7 That's actually really good. Um, but one thing I did notice is like every time he ran the ball, he always carried it in his right arm. There was not a single time when the ball was in his left arm. It was always on the right arm, even if like it's to the side, like he's running down the left sideline and the defenders are to his right. He's still holding the ball in his right arm.
2: It, it's, I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just like a mental thing for him, but he i watched like a really i watched a really awkward exchange i saw i remember one time he tried to switch the ball into his left hand and it was just super awkward actually <laughs> probably the mentioned.
1: coaches are encouraging yeah.
2: him to just move <laughs> it to the opposite side of the defender he tries it once and then like it looks weird <laughs> it looked weird it looked i think he might have even moved it back to his right hand i don't remember it was weird <laughs> but to Kaiser's point he did have a 17
1: percent target share i will touch on that really quick um Northwestern sucked this year. They were absolute garbage. They were 1-11, um, and they got blown out in every single game that they played. Um, their quarterback threw the ball for 1,644 yards, threw six touchdowns and seven interceptions. Their top receiver was this dude named Malik Washington. He had 65 catches for 694 yards and one touchdown. Evan Hull was second in the team in receiving at 55 yards, 546 yards, and two touchdowns and almost every single one of those passes that he caught was within five yards of the line of scrimmage he's he's not catching these like crazy routes or anything it's either a screen or he runs three yards up and turns around and catches the ball it's not like he's doing anything all that impressive that's just the only thing that worked for this northwestern offense they were that bad and evan hole was one of the guys who probably the most athletic dude on their team they're like okay you're our most athletic player. We're going to give you the ball. And I think that's pretty much what it was. I don't expect this dude to be fantasy relevant whatsoever. Um, and he is definitely on my do not draft list. And if anybody starts hyping him up, I know that dude's a moron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, if, I like,
0: don't know yeah. if I'm that like anti uh, Evan Hall. I am. Um, I am that anti Evan Hall. <laughs> uh, uh, he's got, he's, he had a good RAS score. He can, res- and he can catch the ball. <laughs> So like I'm not going to entirely discount him just off that even though his running ability is a bit weird.
2: Yeah, um I mean I I think there's a chance he could be a player. Really if I was ex- if if I were to see him drafted to the Patriots, that would be the only team I would be maybe a little bit excited about um and he might put it, him a little bit on my radar, I think. Uh, you know, Bill Belichick and his checkdowns to receiving backs and a hardworking guy. Uh, I could see Evan Hull carving out that role for himself there. Um, But I mean, I kind of echo most of what you guys say. He's a pretty straight line runner, Uh, you know, try to take what was given to him. Northwestern was god awful. I I didn't know quite how bad, but that's just terrible. So they really didn't have anyone else to throw the ball to. But they did line him up in the slot a little bit. I saw a couple routes out there. Um, I thought he was a pretty decent route runner. I I think that, you know, there in you know he tested well. Like Kai said, he had a pretty good RAS score. He does have a four four seven. He's he is quick. I, I mean I mean he's fast. I I don't I don't know about quick. There's really no kind of change of direction in his game either. Um, But you know if if he's given the ball in open space, there's a chance he can still run and take it. He's got quick little feet when he's got guys at his ankles. Like. There, There's a little something there, but it, it doesn't entice me too much. Um, but I don't know. He's he's a fourth-round guy. I, I mean, you're not taking him any higher than that for sure. Uh, I might end up taking a shot if I have a fourth-round pick. I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll have to do some more scouting so I can find the right guys to take down there. But uh, I think there's a chance Patriots are, are my dream destination for the kid. I uh, hope he hope he carves himself a role, but uh, I think it it will be hard. It will be hard for him.
1: Hey, like I said, I, I love I love Evan Hall as a person. I think he's got the best attitude, best mentality in this class.
0: Hey, maybe you can like improve that
1: <laughs> I don't like him for fantasy football whatsoever.
0: All right, before Josh gets too mean to Evan Hall, uh, final points before we move on to our consensus rankings. Prove me wrong. All right, <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So how we're going to do this. Uh, we're going to review the 18 running backs that we have talked on. So we're going to rank them one through 18. We're going to go through each of our own one, two, three, et cetera. Uh, just to run down the list of everyone we talked to talked about really quickly. We have Bijan John Robinson. This is not my order. Bijan John Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, uh, Zach Charbonnet, Devin, a chain, Dwayne McBride, Kendra Miller, Sean Tucker, Ty J Spears, Zach Evans, Izzy Abanacanda, Chase Brown, Tank Bigsby, Kenny McIntosh, Chris Rodriguez, Deuce Vaughn, Roshan Johnson, Evan Hall, Eric Gray. That just made me exhausted reading through it. I can't believe you watched all that film. That's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I don't think I messed okay. up any pronunciations. Uh, good work, Kai. Yeah, yeah. I thought like, you were going to fumble the Abanacanda, uh, but you, you got that down pat. I'm impressed. Hell no. I, I don't <laughs> fumble my RB1's name. <laughs> 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 uh, just kidding. All right. Let's get into it. So, who's everyone's first running back? A uh, big Kenny McIntyre, <laughs> Evan Hall. <laughs> Just All kidding. right. I'm RB1 for me is Bijan Robinson at the Easy that's Money. Bijan across the way. 101. Um, yeah, he's an elite prospect. That's consensus. Um, I don't think we have to add too much to that. All right. Number two. My number two running back is Zach Charbonnet. Um, uh, I like him a bit more than Jameer Gibbs. I am content and very happy with his running ability, his size, and also his, uh, competency in the passing game. Uh, I'll talk on Gibbs later when we get to him. Uh, but who's everyone's number two. Uh,
1: my number two is Jameer Gibbs. Uh, I'm not going to overthink it over complicated or anything. I think Jameer Gibbs just ability as a pass catcher is just going to make him an elite fantasy asset. Um, He's going to find himself in a role where he's going to be catching the ball. He's going to get like five to seven targets a game. Um, and when an NFL running back is receiving five, seven targets a game, they're going to be extremely valuable, especially in a PPR setting. Um, so I think just that pure pass catching ability. I mean, he was Alabama's leading receiver this year. Like that's, that's insane. Um, and the fact that he was able to do that, I think bodes really well for his uh, NFL production.
2: Yeah. Uh, for really the same reasons I had to put Jameer there too. Uh, he's probably not a guy I'm going to get in very many rookie drafts. Uh, I don't like quite where he's going, but that, that just the way the NFL views him right now, I think he's going to just be guaranteed target share immediately. And that's so valuable in the PPR setting. So, uh, I got Jameer there too. Yeah, I think I have Jameer at number three, and I
0: think what put me down is I'm just a little scared that he gets like the DeAndre Swift treatment or something like that, where even though he is incredibly talented, there's a bit of a fear and there's questions about his ability to run in between the tackles. And, you know, if I'm drafting a running back in a rookie draft, you know, highly, I want to make sure and have confidence that they're going to be on the field in most all situations. So it's a little bit of a concern I kind of have them as like a 2a 2b it's not really that far off for me but I ended up going with Charbonnet
1: the difference between DeAndre Swift and Jameer Gibbs is DeAndre Swift is not an elite pass catcher DeAndre Swift is great in space but he's not an elite pass catcher DeAndre Swift's target share in college was 8.7 percent good for 69th percentile and Jameer Gibbs was 14.7 percent 96 percentile and he was the Bama's leading receiver this year Um, so I think that that's just a stark difference and why I'm not afraid of Jameer Gibbs getting the Deandre Swift treatment.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I get that. I struggle to see how like Gibbs would receive so many catches in the NFL. I know Alabama receiving or was kind of depleted. So I think a lot of that was inflated by that too. That said, though, I'll, I'll I hear you, and you know, like I said, two A to B. I'm, you know, not a hill I'm going to die on the placement between those two. Fair. All right. So I already said my three, which was Jameer Gibbs. Who did y'all have at three?
1: My RB three was Sean Tucker. Um, big, big fan of Sean Tucker. Um, I think you guys already know that. Fifteen point eight percent target share, literally insane. That's even more than Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Sean Tucker has over a 30 BMI. Uh, He's fast. I know he had that controversy around his personal pro day, 40 time, whatever. I'm not even going to think about that at all. Um, All I care about is game speed. Um, And Sean Tucker's game speed was 21 miles an hour. Um, And that's just as fast as Jameer Gibbs. That's just as fast as Devin A. Chain's game speed. That's all I really care about. Um, I don't care about any 40 time. Um, And he's been super, super productive since he was 20 years old, since sophomore. Uh, Since the sophomore year of college, he had over 1,400 rushing yards. I think he had 1,496. Um, Good for number first in the ACC. uh, I think like third or fourth in the country. Um, Yeah, I'm not going to overthink this one either. Sean Tucker's been a beast for a long time, and I think people are going to be a little bit more down on him. I saw his consensus ranking is kind of falling in like the RB6 range. I think that's way too low, and I think it's going to be a value in every single draft this year.
2: Yeah. Uh, like you guys reasonings, uh, real quick would just like to say our consensus two is, uh, Jameer Gibbs just, uh, obviously, uh, from what happened. Uh, but you know, my three, I'm a Homer. What can I say? Uh, Kendra Miller. Um, I-, I just had the most fun watching his tape. I thought he was, uh, I thought he was the best player. He's, uh, one of the uh, youngest in the class. He's only 20.7. Uh he broke out this year really with 1400 yards, 17 touchdowns. I think he's a much better receiver than what he put on tape because TCU just really doesn't throw their running backs at all. They had a star receiver, a guy who's going to go in the first round, uh, outside. They, they didn't really need to use Kendra too much in the passing game. Uh, but this dude is explosive. He's fast. Uh, I hope he performs at TCU's pro day. Uh, it's, we're still pretty far out from it, but, uh, I I know this guy is going to be a stud. Uh, I'm going to draft him everywhere. He's going to be all mine and he's going to, he's going to blow up. He's my three. I
1: like, I like Kendra a lot too. Um, I mean, honestly, like I kind of had a tier right here where it was Tucker, Charb and Kendra. They're all kind of right there for me. Um, And Tucker's the cheapest by a decent shot. um, Just because people are just down on Tucker for some reason. Um, And I like Tucker the most. So
0: all right, so Ken- for our th- running backs three, we have Sean Tucker with Josh, Kendra with Jared, uh, and Jameer Gibbs for myself. Uh, Josh, did you want to go ahead and say something there? Yeah, I wanted to add just the one thing which gives me a
1: little bit of pause on Kendra and the reason I have him below Charbonnet and Tucker is because he, he his target share. Um, I know I know, we said in the Kendra Miller episode that TCU doesn't use their running backs And he did show decent hands and decent pass blocking when he was called upon. I'd just like to see it a little bit more. And we have seen that from Tucker and uh, Charbonnet. So that's my only reasoning for
2: having him below those two. Um, Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I agree. Uh, And like you said, you had a tier with kind of all three of those guys. Uh, I have Jameer in that tier. I I have all four of those guys there. I think they're all uh, close enough. I think Jameer might be that top guy, but um especially with the pass catching ability but i think all all four of those guys um are going to show some real ability. uh i have Sharps at three um i mean at four sorry uh so you know, I, four too. I, think he, I think he's probably our consensus three uh with with two vote or one vote for three uh and yeah. two votes at four it probably sounds like our our consensus number three guy. yeah uh, yeah zach sounds like zach charbonnet is
1: our consensus three based off of that um so you, you say Charbonnet is your your four also. So me and you both have Charbonnet at four. Kais, who do you have at four?
0: At four, I had Kendra. Um, I really Kendre. liked his film a lot. I liked his running style. I think he's going to show a good ability to stay on the field. So, yeah, I wanted to run res- with Kendra there.
1: So Kendra's our four? Because Kendra's my five. So that puts, cool. that, that puts Kendra at four.
2: Mm, I They're like pretty, that a lot. Uh, you know. That's a that's a, a good pick for you guys. Uh, you guys are gonna want to have them at three, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get in there. <laughs> we'll get in there. <laughs> uh, okay, right. so I just said my all five. Right. Okay, hold on. So yeah. our our top four in our Bijan
1: at one, Jameer two, Sharp three, Kendre four. I had Tucker at three, but my five was Kendra. So who are your guys' five?
2: Yeah. So uh, my five, Sean Tucker. Like I said, I had all those guys in a tier. Uh, yeah. I think Sean Tucker rounds that out. Um, you know, he. Just showed a lot on tape uh, through the last two years. Uh, dealt with a lot of changes this year, but still uh, looks to have the speed, uh, the the burst, the strength. Uh, puts it all on tape. So, that's my five guys.
0: Yeah, I
2: just made a change. Actually,
0: I just des- I decided to go with Sean Tucker at five. I think. I oh, was who did you have up- before? I had Izzy at at five, but I I had Sean Tucker at six. But I think I was just being a bit on the hype train because I think realistically, you know, Sean Tucker's performed for a longer amount of time and displays similar physical traits while having a bit more acumen in the passing game. So I think uh, going with Sean Tucker at five makes more sense. Okay, well, I had Izzy at six. So (laughs) Izzy consensus six. (laughs) Well, well, who did Coleman have?
2: Uh, I actually have, uh, Devon Achain uh, at six. You, you okay. Yeah. Yeah. a like
1: a That's how I'm going to say
2: it. <laughs> a- a- yeah, A-Chain. Sorry. Um, I, I know he, no, he I, just. I don't know how
1: to pronounce it. So if it's A-Chain, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure.
0: I'm uh, fairly certain it's A-Chain because I thought it was like A-Chain, but then I saw A-Chain. All right. Devon A-Chain. A-Chain like A-Chain. Whatever baby. it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the speed he just put on tape and at the combine, it looks unreal. Um, I think, you know, he kind of does hit that requisite size, uh, to be maybe not an every down back, but to, to be a player, the BMI, uh, he's only five nine, one eighty-five, nine185 but the BMI is there. Um, I, I, I think, you know, he, the speed is just, he's going to be able to make great plays in the open field. Um, he put a lot on tape. I have Izzy at my seven, so I'm more than happy to have him at that consensus six. Okay. Um, but I, I like Ashane a lot, um, And I think, you know, that that's kind of a a tier in itself as well. Okay. So quick recap. We have Bijan
1: one, Jameer two, Charb three, Kendry four, Sean Tucker five, Izzy six. You have Devon A-Chain. You said he was your six. Yes. Okay. Well, I have A-Chain as my seven. So. uh, So did I. Okay. So A-Chain is our consensus RB seven. Wow. We're, we're, we're right there on all these guys. That's pretty impressive.
2: (laughs) Hey, what can we say? We watched a lot of film, and uh, we 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 talked it all out together. So uh, a lot true. of influence, but uh, definitely well, no. some
1: influence. But um, this it it, honestly, still like I like we didn't talk at all through this process, and like Mm-mm. Izzy was part of what our third episode, so he wasn't even in the top twelve running backs that we watched.
2: So I think we're gonna start to get into a few differences. Maybe not quite, maybe not here, but we we'll might. See. We'll, we'll might. see. Who, we'll all right, who's your RB eight? Uh, yeah, so I'll go ahead. Uh, my RB eight, and this actually, I I had uh this guy in a tier above with the other two. Uh, Tank Bigsby. Uh, okay. I like Tank a lot. Uh, I think Tank. Uh, you know, kind of disappointed a tad at the combine. Um, but that vision he displayed. Uh, he's still a junior. He was a starter all three years. Um, you know, I, I think Tank can be a real contributor at the next level. Uh, I think he's he's going to be a, a Pretty decent running back, uh, so that's what I got. Tank bigsy there at eight. Yeah, I, I like Tank
1: too. Tank Tank is actually my nine. Um, he was right after. I actually flipped these two guys right before the episode. My eight was actually Tyje Spears. Um, that was mine too. Yeah, Tyje Spears really impressed me. And the thing that really sold it for me was his performance at the Senior Bowl. Um, fortunately we weren't able to go this year. Uh, but Tyje Spears just dominated at the Senior Bowl. Like all of the practices. In the game, too, every single reporter that I that I follow said TyJ Spears was by far the best running back at the Senior Bowl. He showed it on film. He showed that burst. He showed the pass catching. He destroyed USC. I like TyJ Spears. Um, he's got good size, too. Um, maybe he's yeah. not that three down back uh, in the NFL,
0: but I think he can carve out a role. Yeah, I decided to go with Spears there, too, over Bigsby and a couple other guys just because I I thought that his ceiling was a bit higher, um, due to his ability and like open space, um, top end speed, things like that. So that's what ended up pushing me through because I think Bigsby's probably a smarter. We, we talked about his vision, smarter runner. Um, but you know, it's just that explosiveness that that Spears has that put him o- above for me.
2: So, yeah, uh okay. I'm and I got spears at nine, so okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm cool with so, that. Uh, I think you guys, you know, you guys so are so
1: consensus eight, and sounds like Bigsby's are consensus nine because ProMasm eight. I have met at nine. Who do you have at nine, guys?
0: Um, I have actually, I think this one might be a bit of a surprise, but I had Roshan Johnson. Um, Ooh, yeah, I surprising, okay, I think just because I like, I like his ability. I like his overall skill set. You know, I don't think he's amazing at any which thing, but I think he's good at everything, which intrigues me because I think he's gonna be able to stay on the field and I think he's gonna could be a, he has the potential to be a volume guy. I think it's a little bit off the board from what I've thought previously, and uh you know, I just I I, I think he could really be like a Chris Carson type, um, uh, perhaps with a bit more of a catching uh ability. Someone like that who's just a power runner but also is not, you know, horrible on third down. So, uh, you know, he's got the blocking ability because he basically blocked for Bijan half the time, more than half the time. And, yeah, I, I've just been thinking about it, and I think it's just a profile that I like. I, I'm not certain in this, but it's something that I was feeling earlier, so I went with it.
1: Um, okay. I disagree with Roshan at RB9, but I can understand it. Roshon Johnson is Twitter's favorite running back right now. I see clips of him every single day. I thought like I was going to be influenced. In. <laughs> I thought I was going to be influenced more so by that because I had seen Roshon Johnson. I've been seeing Roshon Johnson since January. So like way before we even started this film review process. And I really
0: like Roshan Johnson. I thought he was going to be way higher on my board than I have. Him. He's definitely like a sexy pick because everyone's like, oh, he just didn't play because of Bijan. You haven't heard of this guy, you know? So it's definitely like the insider insider in air quotes this guy. And there's, there's plays where he looks
1: really, really impressive. Like there are like, he shows flashes where he looks like an NFR running back. Like he'll stiff arm a dude and break it to the house. Um, and that's something that you want to see out of a running back. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see enough to have him that high, but um, I can get into him later. Uh, my RB. What are we on? RB nine. Yeah. yeah. My RB nine was Tank Bigsby. So I think consensus will have Bigsby at RB nine. Um,
0: I had him at tens. so that works.
1: Okay. Um, so Bigsby was your ten. Problem, Who was your nine? You said Taijay was your nine. Yeah,
2: Taijay was my
1: nine. Okay. So who was your ten? Uh,
2: so my ten uh, was. Uh, it was. It was a toss up. Uh, I ended up making a change at the last minute. I kind of want to go back, but I'll just say who it's on my list: Deuce Vaughn, Uh Deuce Vaughn. Ah, a, a Deuce. dog, an absolute dog. Um, I mean, if he was taller like this dude, I mean, he he would be an absolute beast. Uh, he still basically means the, the BMI. BMI. Yeah, he means the, the BMI is there. Uh, so I mean, I think there's a real chance. I mean, this dude is explosive as hell. Like I I love watching Deuce Vaughn. It, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, if he was even 5'8", he'd be like RB5 or 6, you know? Uh, (laughs) Easily. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm putting him here at 10. Uh, That's what I got, Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn's my RB11. I actually
1: had him at 10 before, but I had to put my guy Debo right here, Dwayne McBride. Um, Dwayne McBride's my RB10. I, I know you two didn't love him that much, um, and I understand it, um, just because he played in a really weak conference. But, I mean, the production doesn't lie. Like, He was second in the country in rushing yards. He had 22 touchdowns this season. And I've been seeing since like November that like NFL teams love this dude. Um, And even like in the game commentary, you'll hear all of the announcers like talking about how scouts are just like drooling over Dwayne McBride. And I think because of that, Dwayne McBride is going to get solid draft capital. Um, I couldn't get that out of my head. And like when I, when I watch him on film, like he looks like an NFL running back. This dude looks huge out there. He's got speed. He's got burst. I wish he ran the 40, um, just so we can see how fast he, he really is in straight-line speed. Um We'll see what he does at his pro day, but uh, that's why I had Dwayne McBride at RB10. Yeah,
0: like I said, I had Bigsby at 10. Like it for the same reasons as y'all. I'm much sat there. But, yeah. where I, I
2: I think Deuce might be our RB10. I mean, Jack, I, I have Deuce at 11. 11.
0: I have him at 11
2: as well. Okay, sounds Deuce at like like RB10. Deuce, consensus RB10. Um, So, I guess just her, I mean, I appreciate you guys thoughts. I'll get into those guys, uh, later. Um, but, uh, I guess I'll get into my 11. Uh, I had Eric gray. Um, I, I really liked him today. Um, or, or watching, uh, his film for this episode. Um, I, I think Eric gray's a, a very good runner of the football. I think he has good vision. I think he has uh, good speed, good burst. Um, I think he, he had a great cut. Um, I, I think he may be the product of his offense. um, but uh, in come the NFL time, not not Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma was terrible. Um, but uh, I, I think Eric Gray was a very good runner of football, and and so I have him down here. I mean, I have him here at eleven. A uh, lot of good runners, so uh, that's what I put. What I put him here.
1: Uh, okay, I had I had Deuce Vaughn at eleven. Um, I guess I've got to move on to twelve.
2: Who did uh, you have eleven guys, I,
0: Deuce Vaughn?
1: Dude's fun. Okay.
0: My 12, though, was also Eric Gray. So we got some consensus in the Eric Gray tier here. Uh, <laughs> but perhaps it's a little recency bias, bias but uh, I really liked his film. And, uh, I, yeah, I really liked him. I thought there was a chance that he could be, like, a solid backup of the NFL so or even, like, a, a average starter. So I, uh, yeah, had to go with that 12. Yeah, my, my 13 was Eric Gray.
1: So um, Eric Gray sounds like consensus RB 12 for us. My personal RB 12 was actually Zach Evans. Um, It's Zach Evans is a enigma to me. Um, He's Twitter's RB three Twitter freaking loves this dude. Um, Just because he was a five-star recruit and he's been highly touted for a very, very long time. And I think just because of that pedigree, like, He's one of those guys where he'll probably fall a little bit in the draft, maybe like fourth, fifth round. But he's got the talent, and if he can figure it out, if he, I guess he's a little bit of a head ass. I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't try and practice or something. Uh, I, I guess we talked about it a little bit on the Zach Evans episode where we say, where I was saying like, hey, he, he sometimes he looks like he's not even giving any effort, um, and then coaches probably get upset at him. They take carries away from him because of that. If he can figure it out, if he can put in a solid work ethic, um, I think. Zach Evans out of the guys down here has the highest ceiling, but he also has the lowest floor. Um, So that's why I had had Zach Evans down here at RB 12.
2: Yeah. I was actually wondering how long I was going to let him fall. And I had him at 12 as well. Um, I, you know, I I think you said it kind of hit on all the points. He, he has great flashes, but uh, lots of lows as well. um, Taking plays off, not doing the right thing. Um, But you can see the skill he has in open space and even at the line, uh he's very quick very fast so uh have him down here at 12 hope he can get it together and and get up these rankings once he gets the nfl yep guys uh yeah my 12 was gray so it looks like i had gray y'all had zach evans each yeah so i guess uh we'll move on to 13 see if zach evans looks like he's probably gonna end up being our 13 yeah, right
1: yeah it sounds like zach evans is gonna be 13 yeah
2: Okay, well, yeah, I had him at 14, little spoilers. Yes, Zach Evans
1: will be 13.
2: Yeah, Uh, so uh, uh, I can go into mine first. Yeah, Uh, go ahead. So down here, I got Kenny McIntosh. Um, I I thought Kenny McIntosh displayed uh, great receiving skills. Um, We kind of all looked at him and said, this guy kind of looks like more of a receiver than a running back. Uh, But, you know, in today's NFL and the PPR landscape of our fantasy formats, uh, that bodes well. I think Kenny McIntosh uh, has, is a versatile route runner. Um, and so uh, I think there's a lot that he can be used as um, in the NFL. And so he can see he'll, he might see himself on the field a lot more than these other guys because he can be used on all three downs. Uh, so that's why I have Kenny McIntosh uh, at 13 for me.
0: Uh, yeah. I also had Kenny McIntosh at 13 uh, for the, for that's funny how we both ended up on that uh, for the same reasons. Um, just his receiving ability. Uh wouldn't be shocked if he gets plenty of sn- uh snaps in the slot. So really like Macintosh.
1: Yeah, McIntosh is my 14. Eric Gray is my 13. Um, so we already covered Eric Gray. Kenny McIntosh is my 14. Um, so sounds like Kenny McIntosh is our consensus RB13.
0: Awesome, awesome. So just to run through our consensus real quick, RB1, Bijan, two, Jameer Gibbs, three, Zach Charbonnet, four, Kendra Miller, five, Sean Tucker, six, Izzy Kanda, seven, Devin A chain. 8, Ty J Spears, 9, Tank Bigsby, 10, Deuce Vaughn, 11, Eric Gray, 12, Zach Evans, 13, Kenny McIntosh. So that's two for two in the pronunciations for me alongside <laughs> numbers this time and keeping track of that. So let's go. Uh, all right. So our consensus 13 there is McIntosh. Let's move on to 14. I already said I had Zach
2: Evans. Who do you all have?
1: I had McIntosh.
0: So uh,
2: my 14 different. is uh, Roshan uh i know we cut roshan siding um so, but, yeah. gonna be 14 because yeah. you had him you had him where yeah. guys? nine
1: you had him rb9 i had roshan yeah. 16 so uh yeah. here at 14. roshan my boys
0: <laughs> should be higher on y'all's lists yeah <laughs> well, just, when just you know,
2: back up for four years you just you really don't yeah, love to see that he didn't
0: show enough to me i don't know uh, like it's
2: he ran like a quarterback, like maybe he's used in some weird situations. Maybe the Steelers get him and do some crazy things. Like I don't know. Uh we'll tie in three. Perfect. He's definitely a guy I see on a roster uh for a long time. A guy who will be uh I think a, a great backup at the very least. Uh but a lot of these other guys I think can have real roles in the NFL. So that's why I got him down here. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, Yeah, perhaps I'm I jumped right the
0: gun a little bit.
1: <laughs> I'm right there with you, Broman. Um I didn't love what I saw on film. Like you said, he, 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 runs, he runs like Cam Newton. Um, I mean, Cam Newton's great, but Cam Newton plays quarterback, so like he has like that dual threat ability. Roshan is just getting the ball handed off to him, um, so it's a little bit of a different dynamic. Um, so, yeah, I'm not the biggest Roshan fan. Uh, I think he'll be a great backup. Uh, maybe wherever Bijan lands, Roshan can follow him and they can continue that tag team where Roshan comes in for relief. Uh, but Roshan probably will get, what, like five to six carries a game, 20 to 30 yards, maybe a touchdown here or there. Um, yeah, not, not a super valuable fantasy asset.
0: One thing I wanted to point out on Roshan, I saw this tweet earlier from uh, Danny Kelly. He's uh, compared Carson with Roshan Johnson. Carson was six foot 218, Johnson six foot 219, Carson four, five, eight, 40, Johnson, four, five, eight, 40. both had a 1.5 to 10 yard split. Uh, Roshan's vert was five and a half inches worse and his broad was eight inches worse. And their final college football season stats, uh, Chris Carson had 82 carries, 559 yards, nine touchdowns. Roshan Johnson had 93 carries, 554 yards, five touchdowns, and they finished the season with 13 catches for Carson, 14 for Johnson, 128 yards, and a touchdown for both. So pretty similar profile there, which I thought was interesting. Um, Like oddly, like incredibly similar. So maybe that's who we could plan out to be. We'll see.
2: Yeah, that I remember seeing that. I that. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was like that. spot
0: like,
1: on. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's uncanny. Damn. Yeah, uh, like, I did not real because Chris Carson was a great NFL running back. Yeah,
2: yeah, so, I think that's probably ceiling though. Uh, you know, yeah, best case scenario, uh, uh, and you know, there's there is a chance. I think. Yeah, you never here, know. These guys are all good. Just being down here at at fourteen, um, you know these guys are all really good. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think he has a chance we all, I think even on the episode, we all say there is a chance he had a three down role in the NFL. If say the starter gets hurt, this guy's going to be on a roster and might show his stuff. But uh, you know, he unfortunately hasn't had that opportunity playing behind one of the best runners of the football we've seen in, in in quite a few years. So um, yeah, just hard for him to to put a lot on tape.
0: Uh, I think we go on to to our next guy here. Yeah, uh RB15. I had Dwayne McBride here. Um he didn't really show out on tape for me um much at all. I just I know Josh likes him. I thought he was like a decent runner and that's about that. Um didn't really blow me away in any other categories. Uh who did y'all have here?
2: Yeah, I also had uh Dwayne. Um Jared, you know, do we do this
0: together? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not quite. I mean, I didn't put Roshan at 9. Um <laughs> well, you'll you'll, you'll 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 see the way. You'll find the way. Uh, but, you know, Dwayne's a three-year player, uh, showed out in two years, uh, almost 1,400 yards in his second year of football uh, at UAB, and 1,700 yards, like Josh said, uh, second in the country, 19 touchdowns. He put a lot on on tape, um, but, you know, just going against that level of competition, it's hard to really know what he can do. Um, I wish I knew how fast he was. Uh, it's unfortunate, but there, there's always a chance uh, But I got him down here at 15. So I think he, he's Bride a good runner is our
1: RB 15. Cause I had him at 10. <laughs> uh, my RB 15, though was chase Brown. Um, chase Brown showed out this year, uh, four year player. Uh, I know he tran- or maybe five year player Ch- transferred from what Western Michigan. Um, and he looked pretty good this year. Um, I think that I actually saw a comparison of him to Christine Michael, uh, um, because christy michael was also one of those players where just absolutely shot up draft boards after the combine Um, mean actually shot up so high he went in the second round even though he was like relatively untalked about um and then because he had an insane combine he shot up everybody's draft boards i think something similar might happen to chase brown where he's going to shoot up draft boards just because he had just an insane combine um i mean having one of the all i, I think he had the best combine out of any if any of the running backs like Yeah, I don't remember what his 40 time was. Does anybody have that up right now? I
0: think it was four fours, right? We had a four four four, three.
1: That's 92nd percentile. And then he was number one in vert and broad. Um, So just insane explosiveness, insane athleticism. Um, So purely because of that, he's probably going day two, I want to say. And because of that... I have, he'll probably find a role early in his career. But as we know, Christine Michael did not have a prolific career whatsoever. He got a few carries here and there, maybe a few receptions, but I see something similar happen to Chase Brown. Um, but because he does end up on a roster, I have him down here at uh, RB15. Yeah,
2: I have uh, Chase Brown at my 16. Um, so do I. I. I'm just concerned that the fifth year senior playing uh, for like Illinois, I like, was he? Was he just bigger than a lot of the guys out there? Uh, I mean, he did have a good senior year. He put up 1,000 yards, but uh, fifth-year seniors kind of scare me. Uh, but he he did look good. Um, I'm not sure he's, how, how long of a career he's going to have. Uh, one of the older guys in the class um, got him down here at 16. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much to add to that. I also am at 16, just
0: a bit older, and I thought he was just a bit like – to like one dimensional in his running style. Um, but you know, he's got that high athletic score. So who knows?
2: We'll see. So Chase Brown, our RB 16. Yes, so sir.
0: Like... Josh, who did you have at your RB 17? Well, my 16 was Roshan. My 17
1: was Evan Hall. Um, Evan Hall. Uh, I think I already got enough dirt uh, <laughs> on Evan Hall this episode. So um, yeah. I, don't, I don't lay off need to... the
0: guy. Won't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like, RB17. I like how you're like. I hate Evan Hall. I hate this man. Like this guy is terrible. And I'm like, he's all right. And then here we are, both having him at RB seventeen. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a nicer guy. I don't know, but yeah. It sounds like,
2: like I don't know. I'm a little. I, I wear my emotions on on my sleeve, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what can I say?
2: So Jared, uh, you yeah, you said he was your seventeen. Uh, I think it's pretty easy. That's my seventeen too. Um, Look at that! I think uh, guys and I both before the episode we said, "Oh shit, we did 18. Who'd we leave off?" Oh yeah, Chris Rodriguez. Oh no, (laughs) yeah, dude, Rodriguez. Sorry, (laughs) I'll
0: be mean about this guy. (laughs) Sorry,
2: sorry, boy. Uh, I I didn't didn't love the tape. Uh, You know, didn't show the speed, didn't show the vision, uh, didn't show the burst, the break tackle breaking ability. Uh, You know, not one to love, uh, Chris Rodriguez, in my opinion. I actually like Chris Rodriguez better than Evan Hall as a running back, uh,
0: but Evan Hall (laughs) has the hands, so there you go. Good job, Evan Hall. We'll we'll work on getting Chris Rodriguez some hands. (laughs) All right, well, there is our running back uh, consensus rankings.
1: You want to run it down real quick, guys?
0: Yes, I do. I've practiced twice. All right, now RB1, Bijan Robinson, RB3, Zach Charbonnet, RB4, Kendra Miller, RB5, Sean Tucker, RB6, Izzy Abanacanda, RB7, Devin a RB8, Tajay Spears, RB9, Tank Bigsby, RB10, Deuce Vaughn, RB11, Eric Gray, RB12, Zach Evans, RB13, uh, McIntosh Oh, what's his first name? Kenny. Uh, Kenny. 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 Oh, I messed it up. Uh, RB14, Roshan Johnson. RB15, Dwayne McBride. RB16, Chase Brown. RB17, Eric Hall. And then we last... Evan Hall. Um, oh, I was thinking. Evan Hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll edit this out. <laughs> last, yeah, last, we had, like <laughs> last we had Chris okay. Rodriguez uh, at RB18. So um, that's our uh, running back consensus rankings here in the Unending Rebuild. Uh, please don't check back in with us a year from now to tell us how wrong we were. But uh, that was a lot of fun to do. Um, you know, it took a lot of time, a lot of film review on these guys. Uh, but, you know, I think it was a really... Uh, broad, all-encompassing look at this really strong running back class, and I'll look forward to doing the same for the receivers.
2: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I can't believe we rolled through 18. Uh I'm happy that we're finally done so we can get on to these wide receivers, baby. I'm hype. Let's get to it.
1: (laughs) We're we're finally going to go to like bottom of the barrel running backs, and we're just going to go to top tier, like Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Yes,
2: sir. (laughs) Time for some Jackson next week, boys. Check back in. Who's the better receiver,
0: Smith, and Jigba, or Evan Hall? Evan. (laughs) He had more catches this year. (laughs) Dog. All right, everyone. Well, I appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the episode. And, hey, we got some top-tier talent next week. Get ready. Appreciate y'all. Peace.